0: This is the conversation that happens after the conversation. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene After Show.
1: And I have to say, Rachel, a lot of what you said really resonated with me because I, and you probably have seen it if you're watching my post, I am really focusing on um, quieting things. I'm trying to make sure that I am consistent with daily practices of journaling, of um, meditation, yoga, Mm -hmm. walking, things that are quiet that are really just for myself and and being unapologetic about not wanting to be in in things that are loud chaotic noisy I've gone my entire life kind of grinning and bearing it going to school functions for my kids which you love to do but it is also like you've got to like you're not, it's not even just about germs. It's like, oh, I got to hear people talk. I've been talking all day. I don't want to talk to another soul. I don't want to feel so them. True. I don't want to read them. And it's not that you don't like people. It's literally like, I oh can't do one more thing. That's so, me. That's me. Exactly.
2: I'm writing a lot soul. about it,
1: Michelle, oh lately, because I think that um, I've, I've, for myself and, and other people, I think I've given myself a raw deal of saying like, go, you got to go you know, you got to just suck it up. Right. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. And it's actually diminishing, it diminishes our, our own personal magic. And Absolutely. You got to honor some of that where you got to go, no, I'm not going to do that. And like That's- be honest about it. Like, say it to the person, like, no, I'm a really empathetic person. I just can't do the chaos. Have a wonderful yeah. time. I-, I can't do that.
2: And I'll be happily sitting alone in the quiet of my house with petting yeah. my cat. Right. Like, sitting
1: home, drinking my tea and watching um, Netflix on serial killers yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't get me started on that topic, guys. That's, that's what, my thing. That's my, that's I, I literally live each week for podcasts. I have favorites and it. And <sighs> I, for whatever creepy reason, it's one of those things that like my, I can just relax.
3: But it's honestly every night we're like what day line 48 hours 2020 20, what mystery yep. what, what are
1: we watching tonight <laughs> every night i don't i don't i don't even understand we're we're um we're, we spend a lot of time swimming or in the pool or, or mm-hmm. and, and um we're in the pool and somebody was talking about something and um they all know what i do here and jimmy goes yeah but we spend most evenings watching stuff about murders i walk in and she, she's watching another thing about a murder and a mystery <laughs> and watching it he's thinking to himself it's the same show <laughs> no it's a different one <laughs> there's on so many of them i know so i know and then when you realize you've watched a ton of them then you think to yourself like what kind of a sick person am i is somebody <laughs> watching this account i can realize what i'm listening to and watching like yeah absolutely yeah it's like oh yeah no
3: no that's the one where the husband did the
1: the murder of the wife and hit the kids and no exactly exactly i was falling asleep for a while to him and then i even thought to myself like talk about bad energy like yeah i better i better turn that off like at night and not be listening to that when i'm trying to go to sleep
2: I actually, um, I think the one that made me stop listening to so many of those was we were watching Mindhunter.
1: Yes, I love
2: oh, it. Love Season that. It's coming out, but I tell you, I had a nightmare. Like the, that
3: was
2: the, intense. The co-ed that was killer. Intense. Oh my God, he was terrified. That was intense. I had a nightmare that I was leaving Best Buy in Crossgates and I was walking to my van, which I don't, well, I guess I do have a van. I don't drive it though. And I couldn't get the door to open. And then all of a sudden a hand came from behind me and says, let me open that for you. And it was a guy and I woke up, I said, that's it. I'm taking a break. I, yeah. Oh my gosh. It scared well, the part crap out of, of me.
1: I mean, this is just like, you talk about, this is the talk after the talk. We were saying that these are probably more interesting than the actual show. Right. I am obsessed right now with anything that's 70s. And I, I mean, like, I'm older, and I lived through the 70s. Like I was a little kid. I was born in 66. So I was like, and I always think to myself, there's a, um, a family guy episode where they were going back in time. And the she goes back into the bathroom and comes out and she's got like a big bottle of hand sanitizer. And they go, <laughs> why are you taking? Why are you taking that? And she goes, if we're going to the 70s, she goes, it was a filthy decade. And every time I think about it, it's so true. Like, i it just it was so different like things were so like were, like gritty mm-hmm. and i mean just a, a really strange time but i am obsessed with the aesthetic um huh. macrame i can remember doing macrame when i was in girl scouts and it is everywhere again wow, And like, really? it is everywhere you're right it's ever michelle especially down here it's all part of like the boho chic is what they call it but it's very pretty it's very airy and it's like it just kind of blows me away plants everywhere so all of that aesthetic like i i when i see it i actually feel like i want to go "Mm," like that just feels so good oh my goodness mind hunters for me is that same thing it shows the aesthetic of that time it does the cars all of it again i remember (laughs) it i remember it like that me too. Smoking,
2: smoking. everyone um, being greasy and polyester you know, just didn't let your skin breathe my, my
1: father who was pretty and still is uh, well like such a clean cut guy because he was a former marine a right. marine he even had the long sideburn ah! oh <laughs> so when you see that on the show where they have like the like the wavy hair like kind of mm-hmm. like pompadoured back a little bit and then the sideburns on the side and then you hit, which I don't even know if the show has hit it yet. It was 1976 and it was the Bicentennial. Yep. Everybody grew a mustache. Everybody grew a beard for the Bicentennial. They did.
2: It was like a was, Boogie Nights mustache. Yeah, it was. It was
1: a Boogie Nights mustache. So even my dad, I can remember, had that mustache. And it was, and like, we have it like a family portrait pictures, like all of us together. <laughs> we that too. Very weird. And my mother made the outfits that like she and I matched. They were like, you know, the smock dresses that oh, were all yeah. patchwork and you'd wear like yep. a turtleneck underneath. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good look for a fat redheaded oh. kid.
2: <laughs> I tell you, I like the 70s, but not the clothes. I will not go back.
1: Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> mommy, why did you hate me? <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, that's what my kid said. Why would you dress like that? It's like, we were cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was in style.
1: all my stuff was hand-me-downs from the, from the Anderson girls. And there was there were six people in there's six girls in that family and they even had the shoes that look like the pilgrim buckle shoes. So so then we we actually so after you know Kelly, Kathy, and Beth weren't wearing them anymore, then I have school pictures where I'm wearing the the you know pilgrim buckle shoes with the with with the (laughs) with the the dress.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: So funny. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that aesthetic. So yeah, it's really interesting anything like that to me with the um, going back in
2: history? Well, you know me, I'm always anything uh, sweeping British epic, like Sanditon, anything like that. Oh, you I mean like Bridgerton? Uh, well, Bridgerton, yes, but- There's Sand- another
3: one, Sanditon. yeah, the
2: one, yeah. Sanditon is on PBS, I think it's Masterpiece Theater. Oh, I don't know that And more. that's And oh, that's, I think I like, I don't know, this season of Bridgerton was much better <laughs> than the first one. I thought it was phenomenal. And Sanditon, I just love. It's a little less risque, um, but still good. I mean, I I shouldn't say, but still good. But yeah, Yeah. anything British. And probably my guilty pleasure is uh, a little Bravo TV. My husband's niece is on Summer House. So it's the season finale tonight. So we're going to be live. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, Bravo. So you're
1: a reality television girl. Like, I usually don't get into that because it seems like it's the same drama well stuff that's, that's
2: really our, our at least my only reality my husband likes all the like um oak island stuff and and i do the, have to shows.
1: that was interesting especially when it first actually skinwalker ranch after we had the one fella on the oh, yeah. show he got us uh, he really got me going on that and i watched every single episode of it
2: how was that i didn't watch it
1: it was really good it was fascinating because it's an area just what he had said to us <laughs> that it was a culmination of a lot of things it was spirit activity it's ufo um activity it is um kind of like like i don't, like skinwalkers like they're, yeah. they're almost like body snatchers yeah and yeah. just and they can't seem to clear it and the phenomenon they have people that are scientists coming in to like kind of say oh no this isn't happening and as they're there it's happening
2: stuff's happening yeah and I they're, have, they're
1: right, and they I can't have, deny it they're like oh
2: i had a client have an experience there and it took that's probably why i haven't watched it because it took a long time to get her clear oh so because she visited a family that lived nearby very interesting and she experienced something at her window and i just won't get into it because fear is the enemy
3: right so rachel do you have a guilty pleasure i like bravo too oh, you do do you watch summer house <laughs> i don't i watch all the the um
1: below deck and i'm <laughs> just they're I never, terrible <laughs> but i love them no no i don't think it's terrible if you do the work we do the you spiritual stuff we literally need its junk food for the yeah, mind. Brain candy. it's like it's like netflix i mean
3: anything that i can kind of zone out and just chill go offline
2: don't you think it is so? Your brain yeah. can just go offline yeah. for a while. Yeah,
1: and Sarah be- and I, my daughter and I, would fall asleep. I especially if she put Bob's Burgers on, <laughs> yeah. which I think it says. I, I love that show; it's hilarious. But it was such a comforting thing that it was almost like my brain could just go boom, download. Yeah, I love it. It's,
2: I whatever, it's whatever. we can chill to. So
1: true. Yeah. That's D,
3: so true. Yeah. Dee, do you have something like that?
0: I literally watch Impractical Jokers and baseball.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Baseball's good, too. Baseball's good, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, because of what I'm getting. I mean, first of all, it's Yankees. It's it's baseball season, so I'm watching all the Yankee games. Uh, If they're not on, I'm watching Impractical Jokers, either that or any form of stand-up comedy that I can watch.
3: Oh, did
2: you
0: watch the new David Spade special? I
2: have not. I love David Spade.
0: It's good. It's good on Netflix. Love it. Oh,
2: it's on Netflix? Yeah. I loved him in Emperor's Any Network, comedy
3: specials, down I'm, I'm down for. I oh, love
0: them all. <laughs> we just got done watching. I think we watched two or three of Joe Coy's standups. Uh, we watched the oh, one. Oh, I that love
3: he, Joe Coy.
0: We watched the one he did uh, in in where's he from? Yes. The He was he was in the Philippines.
1: Yes. And
0: uh, we were watching that, and then I watched
1: Slipper. Slipper. I don't, Slipper. I don't remember which,
0: We watched another one. I don't remember, but I mean between him. Sebastian Maniscalco. I rewatched oh, yeah. Dane, Dane Cook's uh, Vic, "Vicious Circle," and
3: Everyone.
0: it was good. It, I liked it a lot more years ago, but I'm like, yeah, maybe Dane Cook really wasn't as funny as I thought he was.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way now. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. he was. I think it, it was, was a time. time really. I think yeah. it was a time. A time. Just, yeah, you got caught up in everything, but then I was like, yes, yeah, jokes are kind of predictable, but it is what it is. Um, I love Nick Swartzen. I just found this guy. Oh, god! I wish I could f- remember. I like his Nate Bargetsky.
3: I like him. Who's that? Uh, he talks this... about like milk and coffee, and he's just he's a he's, he's just a funny. He's just funny. He'll be like, "There's a horse dead." And he just, my, I don't know. He's just a funny guy. He's on Netflix. <laughs> you said Daisy. I... Did
1: Did you see the um the wrong Missy yet? Yeah, that was good no oh my god no. we've watched it more than once because we laugh every single time just the stupid lines back it's and really forth. bad but it's good it's bad
2: the wrong bad. missy
1: yeah the David wrong Spence missy is it? it's a, it is definitely a very funny movie
2: let's check it out
1: yeah
0: i i just discovered adam ray who is fairly new to becoming a bigger stand-up comic I right that down he has a he has a podcast too called About Last Night, where he has other comics on.
3: Yes. Ooh. And
0: he is his stuff. Uh I listened to he had um give me a minute. He had uh, da, 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 uh you know my brain doesn't work when you put me on the spot. <laughs> um Dana Carvey. He had Dana Carvey on. Oh, which oh was, yes, which was amazing to listen to because Dana Carvey can just kind of weave in and out of uh, impressions. Any
1: character I know, and like I'm
0: Robin like, Williams, used to be able like, to. Know like, oh my yeah. God! And then uh, I also listened. He had Nick Swartzen on, which oh, was interesting. Too. It was interesting to listen to because a I love Nick as an actor, stand up comedy, and eh. love him as an actor. Love him as an actor. I love his parts in all the Sandler movies, but he's one of the guys from Happy Madison, which is all of Adam. It's his Adam Sandler's production company. He's one of the guys that kind of worked his way into that. He wasn't on SNL with all those guys, Chris Rock,
1: right, and
0: and Rob Schneider. All those guys worked together, and then he was
1: on Reno Nine One One.
0: Which, by the way, he talks about, and that show was about ninety five percent ad libbed.
1: It was all ad lib, and they all you talk about comic geniuses on that show, Reno Nine One 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 of the funniest, like supposed to look like a reality television. And he was on that. And he was like a, he he was like a, I don't even know what you call him. He was always like the police were like coming up and questioning him, and he was like he, <laughs> case and he was like a prostitute, but he wasn't a prostitute. And then like one time he'd be like I I have my own plane. They're like What are you doing here? I have my own plane and I have my own island. And then like at one of the episodes he really did have his own plane <laughs> on his own island. He was just like messing with the police all the time. So
0: well when he he talked about that and he was like they basically gave him gave him carp launch to say whatever. He wanted so he was he goes I just tried to say the most ridiculous shit I possibly could
1: (laughs) I don't know how they even got takes done because you can (laughs) see them like like laughing when they say this crazy stuff
0: well he uh, yeah he ended up with them he was approached by Adam Sandler for grandma's boy which Sandler had written he had it written and then had Swartzen rewrite the entire movie so they went from like a PG 13 rating on that movie to a hard R and then he ended up kind of just working his way in and being in uh bench warmers and went from there, which bench warmers is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's, okay. uh, yeah, that's a good
3: it's one. John, it's
0: John heater, uh, AKA Napoleon dynamite, um, David Spade and Rob Schneider. And there are these uh-huh. three adults that play baseball against little league kids. It's, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Although Sandler's, Sandler's movies get a bad rap for being corny, which oh, no, I we don't love know.
1: Them.
0: I don't know who the hell is going to an Adam Sandler movie going, well, this better be Schindler's list or I'm going to be disappointed. I know um, exactly. But there there's always a, a like a, an underlying story like bench is about is an anti-bullying movie. Yeah. Um big daddy, same thing. Well, it wasn't anti-bullying, but it was there was an underlying story there of mm-hmm. becoming, you know, him maturing and becoming this father and wanting to not wanting yeah. to grow up but ending up growing up. And so, but those and bench warmers is a great movie.
1: It's good. Great. So now okay. we all have, even though we have our spiritual stuff, now all our listeners know all the stuff we do to decompress and, and hey. be like normal people. We're still yeah. living a human
3: experience.
1: Exactly. That's right.
2: Doing our, That's right. Doing our thing. Doing
1: our thing. Again, Rachel, thank you so, so much for sharing thank tonight. You so I thank hope you, you thank definitely you. come back and visit us again and and thank give you. us more talks. I really appreciate yeah. it. Shadow, thank you. shadow
2: work. That's what we want.